What's up, all you lovely people out there in the hinterlands? It's Rock, and I'm here with Max, and the autumn breeze is blowing in with a real quick five minutes of folklore. That's right, Rock. We're going to toss a rather spooky bit of lore out there for all you lovely folks. And don't forget, as always, if you really love this topic and want to hear more, let us know. Yep. Tell your friends to let us know. If we hear from enough of you, we'll do the research and create a whole episode on the topic. You speak true, Max, and we love hearing from our audience. For sure. Tell them what we're talking about this week, Rock. Well, Max, we're talking about a legend that almost everyone has probably heard at least a little bit about. But as is our way, we're getting to the root of the matter and figuring out all the spooky details. That sounds great. What is the topic? Today, we're talking about Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary? Bloody Ma- Dang. Uh, yeah. That was close, Max. Trying to get me in trouble, man. We need to be more careful. Whew, for sure. If we'd said that one more time. Just missed it. Okay, Max. So who or what is Bloody Mary? So for those few of you who don't know, the legend goes something along these lines. Though there are variations. For sure. But basically, it's a slumber party or sleepover game for kids or teenagers. And it involves chanting Bloody Mary three times. Right. Or sometimes the phrase is, I believe in Bloody Mary. Sometimes it's, I killed your baby, Bloody Mary. Gnarly. And if you do that, she will appear, this uh, ghost of Bloody Mary. Yikes, that last one is bad. Mm -hmm. We don't recommend doing this at home, kids. Nope, never. Never know. It might work. (laughs) So did you ever do it, Max? You know... I think I might have. I probably did. But given the fogginess of my recollection, you can guess that I either did something wrong or the ritual doesn't work. I never did it. I had enough haunted stuff around the house I grew up in to worry about when I was a kid. (laughs) True. For those of you who may be new listeners, Rock grew up across the street from a graveyard in Victoria, Texas, Mm -hmm. and was haunted by various spirits including the classic lady in white who would periodically pay visits to the family home. All true, and a bit cliche. Like I said, I had plenty to handle fighting off lechuzas and (laughs) the more garden variety goes to summon whatever the heck Bloody Mary possibly is. So now we're getting to it. What is she? Or at least, what do the legends say? Well, you know, of course, Max, there are historical figures that people point to. Mary Tudor, Queen Elizabeth's sister, who was famously called Bloody Mary for burning something like 300 Protestants at the stake during her reign. Yeah. Sounds feasible. Some people say it's Mary Eastie. The Salem witch? Indeed. Eh, less believable. How's that? Well, before she died, her last address to the judge was something like... The Lord above, that is the searcher of all hearts, knows that as I shall answer at the tribunal seat, I never knew the least thing of witchcraft. Seems like a pretty righteous soul to me. Then again, it might be some unknown person or demon, this Bloody Mary. In any case, specific proof of the origin of the legend seems to be lost in time. So generations of kids have tried variations of this ritual. Many have survived, some perhaps have not. We don't know. Who knows, Max? We might never know about the ones that died or got taken away. Exactly. So what is supposed to happen when Bloody Mary comes? Well, she reaches out of the mirror, scratching the face or scratching out the eyes of the person that summons her. Or sometimes they say the mirror will just drip blood. Oh, is that all? Yeah, that's like, no big deal. Mirror dripping blood, just wipe it off. (laughs) Or the victim's hair turns white. 
Or sometimes, worst case scenario, they disappear, presumably snatched away to hell by Bloody Mary. Bloody hell. Mm -hmm. So can this ritual be done anywhere? No. uh, Traditionally, at least, the ritual ought to be performed in front of a mirror in the dark, usually while holding a candle. That's friendly. (laughs) So there's an old funerary tradition that you cover all the mirrors in a house when someone dies so that the spirit of the deceased person doesn't get trapped in a mirror? That's kind of freaky. You think that tradition is somehow connected to Bloody Mary? Like she's some spirit, maybe the ghost of a murdered person that haunts the mirror world where her soul was trapped after death? I don't know, but it's a possibility, right? Scary stuff. But we've made it through without saying her name three times. At least consecutively. So I think that's it, folks. That's it. We're going to get out while we still can. That's for sure, Max. Well, guys and gals, we are done. We hope you enjoyed this episode of 5 Minutes of Folklore. Make sure to let us know if you'd like to hear more about Bloody Mary. We get enough requests, we'll do an entire episode on her. Absolutely, Max. You speak true. The intro and outro music is Avenida Concha Espina by Esteban. Find and follow him at estebanmusic.com. And... The best bard in the business, Teresa Joy, gives us the unique and professional sound so many of you have commented on. Find and follow her at Viobrite, that's at V-I-O-B-R-I-T-E, on Facebook and Instagram. And check us out on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All that. We're now on Patreon. Yes. We'll have special episodes coming up and material there, especially for you patrons. We love you guys and gals. And please like, subscribe, and review over at Apple Podcast or whatever platform you listen to us on. We'd really appreciate it. Share our podcast, guys. We'd really love it to expand. That is the best way to show your nightmares and daydreams love. Also, head over to our own damn website at nightmarespodcast.net and holler at your boys. We'd love to hear from you. And like we say, maybe pick up some fun merch. So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, sweet dreams. Sweet dreams.